Welcome to The Romantic Side of Suspense with Sarah Hemmerker. In each episode, she'll talk with your favorite romantic suspense authors. They will take you behind the scenes of the writing process, giving excerpts from their writing, and share stories about their writing life. Hidden Ranch Peril by Michelle Alexson The key to solving a kidnapping lies buried in her past. After witnessing her aunt's abduction, veterinarian Talia Knowles will do anything to find her, even as the kidnappers set their sights on her. But missing memories from her past might hold answers she didn't know she had, and relying on neighboring ranch hand and ex-marine Noah Landers could be the key to finding her aunt and discovering the culprit's true motives. Hi, and welcome to this episode of The Romantic Side of Suspense. I'm your host, Sarah Hamricker, and I'm so glad you joined me. Today, I have Michelle Alexson. She's a romantic suspense writer, and her newest book is Hidden Ranch Peril. So welcome to my show, Michelle. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Now, is um, Hidden Ranch Peril, is that your first book, or have you written others? I have written others. Uh, they were mostly contemporary romances. Okay. Uh, this is my first romantic suspense, um, and especially the first one with love-inspired suspense. So um, what made you cross over to the more exciting romantic suspense writers as opposed to straight <laughs> romance? <laughs> Nothing wrong with romance. I love a good romance, mm-hmm. but I do love writing, obviously, romantic suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I always love, I love different genres in the romance, but they always have to have romance in them. And so um, when I was starting to start getting published, um, Love Inspired Suspense and Love Inspired are one of the few lines that will um, really take a chance on new writers that don't have an agent or anything like that. And they had an author search and I just thought, what the, hey, I'm going to give this a try. And um, yeah, and I really enjoyed it. And the funny thing was I got, um, so if you've never done anything like this, you kind of submit an idea for a story. And if they like it, they're like, okay, tell us more. And so they did. So I sent kind of a synopsis and a first chapter and they liked that enough to ask for a full manuscript. And I did that, but um, there were some things they wanted to change about it before it really fit their line. And in the meantime, I got um, another contract with another publisher and that's that was for a contemporary romance. And it was set in our hometown of our home state of Minnesota. So uh, I had to put everything for this romantic suspense thing on hold to really focus on some contract um, obligations I had for the other one. So it was really kind of nice to get back to it. And I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, great. So um, I'm guessing that does this, where does this take place? How do you find your settings for the romantic suspense? So for this book, uh, this takes place in Idaho and um, my family is from there. And I never lived there growing up, but my grandparents were there and I have lots of uncles and aunts and cousins. But then um, after I got married, my husband and I did move out to Idaho for about four years. And um, we didn't have a lot. We were kind of starting. We were just new, newlyweds and new parents. And um, we would often take rides out into the, the hills of the Owyhee Mountains where we lived mm-hmm. in that setting for this book. And when I was trying to think of some a place that was just an interesting setting, um, we loved looking for wild horses when we were out there. So that kind of sparked the idea for this book. There is um, an equine veterinarian, and she loves the wild horses out in that area. And um, 
and Hidden Ranch Peril was born. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love how um, sometimes settings can spur our, um, you know, our stories or just um, ideas. Like one of my first Love Inspired Suspense was an article I read that just was like, oh, I wonder if, if this happened, you know, you change it. And then my second one, which is um, out this year, I, I don't even remember where the idea came from. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, it was kind of a cold case and she's a podcaster and it's about looking for a missing, a missing person. So, um, I've always been fascinated with those missing person kind of things. Just, oh, yeah. You know, there's just so much that could, why did they leave? Who are they? Why aren't they contacting their parents? Are they dead? Are they alive? Well, I don't know. Right. You know, there's so, so many great questions. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, are you working on more romantic suspense then? Uh, yes, I am trying. I've been working with my editor to try to come up with a secret baby story. That okay. Will be, um, she'll be interested in. Um, and that one is kind of, I took a secondary character from Hidden Ranch Peril and I wanted to know their story more. So the Hidden Ranch yeah. Peril definitely sparked by setting and um, and this one is probably a little more sparked by the character. Like, okay, what's the secondary character story? So, Right, right. They love inspired. If uh, my listeners don't know, love inspired and love inspired suspense love secret babies. <laughs> mm, they do. <laughs> secret marriages. I had a secret marriage in my first one. Oh, um, fun. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was fun. But um, so what do you enjoy? So are you still writing romantic? I mean, just straight romance, contemporary romance? I'm writing both. Yep. I am. Yeah. How does that, how does that work? Do you, are you trying to sneak in suspense into your romance books? Come on, tell the truth, Michelle. <laughs> I do. Actually, I do have suspense elements in my contemporary romances. Um, I don't, it just makes it exciting too. Just, I feel like it enhances the romance, um, you know, the love story. So, right. um, and so I just, there's just a little more focus on the contemporary romances on more of the relationship side and on the uh, love inspired suspense. It's more on the external dangers that they're facing. And um, right. And I really enjoy playing in both worlds. So it's been a good fit for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it can be, I mean, it can be challenging because love inspired are shorter books than yes. a lot of trade. And so you really have to shorten the timeline, tighten the writing. Mm -hmm. And I find that that is a whole different, way to write so I enjoy writing longer form you know trade yes. books as well so you can but I but it is fun to kind of pack it all in and, and have that right. explosion of um of uh suspense and romance too mm -hmm. so the romance I find is even trickier my editor is always like okay you need a little more romance I'm like oh my goodness <laughs> I have the opposite <laughs> problem I keep hearing you need a little more suspense <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Michelle. We have hit upon it. I'll write the suspense. You write the romance. We'll be a right. No, it's awesome. Just, I love it. <laughs> well, I think that was what I was most worried about, you know, was making sure I had enough suspense. So I kind of over-focused on that. And now I'm like, right. okay, I know I need to, oh yeah, but don't you know what's going on in their brains? <laughs> right. No, I have to, have to tell the reader, clue them in, clue them in. So what has been um, the most challenging part of your writing journey overall? Oh, goodness. Um, well, I'm a procrastinator by nature. <laughs> um, so 
sometimes just trying to juggle it all. Uh, I am a wife and I have four kids. And um, up until this school year, uh, we did at least some part-time homeschooling with uh, kiddos. So this now I'm always trying to juggle. And this year has been a little bit easier, uh, but I have contract deadlines, which also helps. And, um, but yeah, just trying to fit it all in, like trying to find the writing time, but trying to focus on my family as uh, my oldest is uh, going to be graduating next year. So he's a junior this year and it's just comes up so fast and you're realizing yeah. oh my goodness, they're growing and they're leaving me soon. So yeah. that balance in both uh, your family life and your writing life, um, that's probably been the biggest challenge. Yeah, it, it is. Um, I have four kids as well and a foster preschool foster kid but all mine are I have one in college one graduating mm, so you're right and, in the of it too yeah, yeah another the other teenage boys who are a whole nother two other two are girls and then two boys they're a whole other kettle of fish uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> we love them but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they're they're fun they're fun so um lots of fun with them but it is you know kind of challenging to find that time to write even though mine are more self-sufficient well, except for the preschool foster kid but um yeah it can be challenging to to find that time to write I find if I don't do it first thing in the morning before I check my email I'm just I don't get to it <laughs> right then the so the kind of trying to market your books and your mm. author those are like my least favorite <laughs> tasks. Um, I love connecting with readers, but trying to deal with like social media accounts and yeah, email yeah. kind of things. Yeah, I find that I finally, um, just like on Wednesdays, that's my social media day. So every Wednesday oh. I upload the ones for the, if you have an author page on Facebook, you can schedule. Okay. Um, which I, and, and for Instagram too. So mm. finally on Instagram, cause I don't have to do it through my phone. Nice. I know that was a little challenging. Yeah. I know people really love Instagram. I'm just not a, so a visual person that I wanted to do that anyway, but I just, because you're right. Cause I want to make sure that I have my writing time and the other stuff is not bleeding over, but you need to have mm-hmm. the, you know, you have to do the social media and you have to do the newsletter, mm-hmm. which I love doing. I just have to make sure that I just schedule it all on my Google calendar. So I don't forget. And then it right. reminds me. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Google calendar is our family friend. So. Yes. Yeah. Or any kind of calendar. It's just, it mm-hmm. makes it that way. I'm not forgetting. And then I don't have to use my brain trying to remember what I've forgotten because, you know, yes. we all forget it just gets all murky and, you know, and I don't want to, I'd rather spend my time writing and creating those exactly. worlds where my characters are. Yeah. Um, I find that one of the things that really has challenged me as a romantic suspense writer is how to put my hero and heroine in danger. So how do you come yeah. up with ways that are fresh? You know, there's only so many times they can get hit over the head. I mean, let's just be right. <laughs> before you're like, that person is that their brains are scrambled. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I have to look at the situation they're in and try to find the potential dangers. Um, some of the mom instinct is really good for that. Like trying to think, okay, it was in this situation. What would I be worried about? Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, trying to put them. Yeah. in those situations where, uh, but that is probably my hardest element. Cause I'm all about the relationship. Um, yeah. I don't know how they're jiving. And uh, so, yeah, it's sometimes it's, that is a challenge, uh, but, but I also like to write or watch a lot of like crime shows and 
things like that. So sometimes those can kind of spark some ideas too. Yeah, and I love, I watch a lot of Brit Box, as my listeners know, I'm like obsessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are very interesting because, you know, the cops in Britain don't carry guns. On, on They don't. They have like special SWAT teams. They have to like go and check a gun out if they need it. But most of the, yeah, they don't, they don't mm-hmm. carry guns as part of their regular routine, which is okay. fascinating to me. And so it mm-hmm. gives me a lot more, I, I don't know, they, they come up with a lot more, I think unique tense situations because there's no mm-hmm. gun. And then, then the criminals generally don't have guns either. Um, there's some, but they're not, there's not a lot of that kind of. So I've always found that interesting to try to, you know, so I watch them. I'm always taking this, ah, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, this could happen. Yeah. All right. And because yeah. there's no, you know, nobody's shooting at them in general. Right. So there's there's a bunch of other stuff to to come and come into play. So that can be kind of fun to think through and add that stuff in. So um, yeah, I'll have to try to check that out. Yeah, I know BritBox. Lovely. Um so what's the what's the your favorite show on there then? Oh, I, I love Shetland. I love um, anything Agatha Christie I'll watch because they're okay. just, her plots are just so good. I go mm-hmm. back and read some of her books just because she's just so good at that, at those plots. Um, oh, golly. I don't know. I've watched almost all of DCI, <laughs> Detective okay. Constable Inspectors, I think they're called, shows mm-hmm. that there are there. I don't know. I've, I'm always finding new ones to watch, but they're just, they're just fun. They're just fun. Mm-hmm. Any of their, any of the under their crime thing is just okay. like fodder for, for writing, I think. And just, you know, a good way to relax in the evening. Right. Right. After all those kids are doing whatever those teenagers do and little ones in bed. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, well, do you have anything else you want to add about hidden ranch, ranch peril? Cause we're almost out of time, Michelle. Um, well, no, I mean, it's a heroine and who's just watched her aunt be kidnapped in the spurt. And so it's kind of the sets her on a story of discovery, um, with a hero that actually knew her. So they've got a past that she's not remembering. So, um, it was really fun to write, um, and being my very first love inspired suspense has a special place for me and I hope readers will enjoy it. I'm sure they will. So thank you so much for being on my show. No, thank you so much for having me. It was fun. You have been listening to The Romantic Side of Suspense. I'm your host, Sarah Hammerker, and I'm so glad you joined me. I've been talking with Michelle Alexson, Alexson, sorry, Alexson, and you can listen to her um, excerpt from Hidden Ranch Peril right after this. Now an excerpt from Hidden Ranch Peril by Michelle Alexson. At the sound of a gunshot, Talia Knowles ceased humming and pulled on the reins to keep Peaches from bolting. The Palomino's ears pricked up. She pawed the ground but stayed. One shot could mean anything. Living in the remote Aoi Mountains meant facing any number of pests where a gun came in handy. Rattlesnakes, rock chucks, coyotes. A second shot sounded. Guess Aunt Sally wanted her to come in off the trail. Good thing she was on her way back already. A third shot echoed off the barren, rust-colored hills. Talia's breath caught. Their signal for danger. Three shots meant run. 
run to the neighboring ranch. Talia never questioned the plan when her aunt made it all those years ago, but now all she had were questions. How was she supposed to leave the only family she had left in the world? What danger was she running from? How would her aunt face it alone? No, she couldn't do it. She couldn't run away without knowing. She wasn't a child anymore. She might be able to help. Let's go see what's going on, girl, but we have to be quiet. Aunt Sally will be ticked off that we're not sticking to the plan. Talia nudged the mare's ribs. The saddle creaked as she braced her legs, and they were off. A hard gallop until they reached the crest of the hill. Talia slowed the mare with another tug on the reins and dismounted. Her boots kicked up dust as she skirted the sagebrush and led Peaches to a rock outcropping uphill from the Mustang Sally Ranch house and barns. She yanked her bird-watching binoculars from the saddlebag and crept behind the rocks. The chilly October air whistled through the peaks of stone and sent a shiver down Talia's back despite the thick flannel shirt and puffer vest she wore. Two unfamiliar black SUVs blocked the long driveway and entrance to the ranch. Way too shiny to be anyone from around here, those were city vehicles. And two of them? Who had invaded their quiet valley in the Idaho Auahees? Aunt Sally stood on the porch in her dusty jeans and barn jacket, that stubborn, unreadable face under her old cowgirl hat and her rifle in her hands. Her voice carried on the wind. I told you, the girl isn't here, hasn't been here in years. I don't know where she is. Were they talking about her? Girl? Talia was almost 30. Nothing girly about that. And why would Sally lie about knowing her? She was the only one who really knew her. Who were these men? The deeper voice of the man facing away from Talia was impossible to catch. Sally cocked the gun. Go on now. She's not here, and I'm not afraid to use this. She pointed it at one of the men. As five others rushed at her, she fired her weapon. One of the men tackled her and wrenched the gun away. She kicked as another grabbed her legs. He flung her over his shoulder. Sally flailed and punched as he dragged her to the second SUV and threw her in. Sally! Talia had to help her. She dropped the binoculars, pitched her boot in the stirrups, and then froze. How was she supposed to fight off six men? Aunt Sally wanted her to run to the Jordan Creek Ranch. That's why she fired off the three shots. Yet, how could she leave her? Her aunt's voice rang in her mind. No matter what, if you hear those shots, you run. Run to the J.C. Ranch, got it? Talia grabbed the pommel, hoisted herself up into the saddle, and had the horse moving before her other foot was braced in the stirrup. Hee-yah! Go, girl! As she raced across the desert away from her childhood home, the red hills sped by. Talia leaned further over the saddle, 
urging Peaches to go faster. They followed the creek trail, the one she'd just taken for her morning ride to enjoy the clear cerulean sky, the crispness of fall finally in the air with the spicy hint of sage. Now she galloped at breakneck speed, focused only on the trail and staying in the saddle. She and Sally had always loved the seclusion out here. But man, what Talia wouldn't do in this moment for some closer neighbors. The galloping hoofbeats matched the thundering pulse in her head. Three shots. Run for safety. But then what? Help. She needed to get help for Sally. Wonder if this had anything to do with the weird phone call she received from Aunt Sally yesterday. She said she wanted to talk to Talia about something. Something she didn't want to discuss over the phone. But the late fulling of one of her patients meant Talia didn't get to the ranch until her aunt was in bed last night. And the early morning ride had her out before the sun came up. Cell phone left behind, useless as it was with such little reception out here in the wild hills. After all those years of safety evacuation plans Aunt Sally drilled into her, they were executing plan number 23. Talia didn't even live on the ranch anymore, having her own cottage in Orchard Springs an hour away, closer to her practice and most of her patients. But that plan they made so long ago was the only thing holding her together now. Guess the plans weren't simply a way to make an anxious kid feel secure, but Aunt Sally's way of helping Talia know what to do in certain situations where most people figured it out naturally. She might not know what to do, but the Polcheski brothers would. She just had to get to their ranch. Talia gave Peaches another nudge. Run, girl! Both horse and rider were gasping for air by the time Talia jumped from the saddle and ran to the main Jordan Creek barn. It was quiet, though. Too quiet for a busy horse and cattle ranch in the late morning hours. Where were the brothers? The hands. Anyone. After the bright sunlight, she couldn't see in the dim barn. Time was running out. Hello? As her eyes adjusted, an unknown yet striking face poked out of the last stall. She strode up to him. He had dark eyes, dark stubble across a strong jaw, a black cowboy hat, and a dirty plaid shirt stretched across broad shoulders. The man leaned on a pitchfork, and now that she got a better look, there was something strangely familiar in his dimpled smile. Can I help you? Where are Bo and Rob? At an auction. Most of the other hands are with them. Are you okay? They weren't here? Talia bent over, hands on her knees, and tried to catch her breath. All that and only some stranger here to help Sally? She stood, hands on her mouth, and paced. Think, where was the closest help? Ma'am? It's not ma'am, it's Talia, and yes, I need help. The last word escaped as more of a squeak. Talia? 
Talia Knowles? She stopped and looked again. Yes, I'm Talia Knowles. Who are you? I'm Noah Landers. I've been looking for you for the last seven months. Thanks for listening to The Romantic Side of Suspense with Sarah Hammerker. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. You can sign up to receive notifications of upcoming podcasts and listen to previous editions at sarahhammakerfiction.com.